0: holiday.
1: You probably know the feeling, sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and it's imbalances the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com.
2: I might take, I might put a towel or something behind me, underneath me, and I might take a jug of Gatorade and pour it on me and see what color it is and say, that's the color we're betting. What do you think about that?
3: I think that you're going to make a damn good video.
2: Welcome in. It's another edition of Putting for Dough. That's right. We have you covered in the golf world, right? Anything and everything going on the tour, we have you covered here. Ben Raza is the man, and we're going to talk about why he is the man coming up in about two seconds. Hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Ben Rossa hit Max Homa. Now, I, I can't brag about Vigala. I can't brag about Jason Day. He can't brag about Sanjay. I think we hit like six of the top 10 guys in that tournament last week. But the most important at Torrey Pines was the one that Ben Rosa nailed.
3: Yeah, it was good. Now, of course, I finally hit an outright, and ev- it felt like everybody hit an outright uh, on my Twitter. A lot of Max Homa tickets out, which is great. I love to see the community. Cashing that, he was a popular play on the DFS good. side. He was a name that we we mentioned on the outright card, and he was on my outright card, and that that felt good. You mentioned we were all over the board. I the only disappointing thing that I can say for me last week is I wish I did have more top tens because a lot of guys
2: Amazing, man. finished
3: in top tens, and I just didn't bet them. I had them as outrights and Homa. Uh, what a guy's awesome! I mean, there's nothing else to say. He's a player. He's going to be a, a popular name at the majors this year to maybe grab his first one. And he went and got it. I mean, Rom kind of crumbled and Sam Ryder held on as long as he could. And then Max Holmes seized the moment. So it felt great to get an early season outright winner.
2: I have to be honest. The, the best part about betting on a solo sport is being the villain in the room. And I was the villain in the room watching the final stretch of the final day on Saturday, because nobody like anybody who doesn't have money, on Tory on the event, right, last week, anybody who doesn't have money on that at the Farmers is rooting for Ryder, first ever win. Like, this is a great story, Ben. But everybody who had money on anybody but Ryder is rooting for him to fail. Like, I was the only person in the room saying, I hope this son of a bitch hits one right into the thick of the thick. And when he did, yeah, I felt like I a, felt- a Niners fan in South <laughs> Philly yesterday.
3: Poor Sam Ryder, because it did feel like the whole community and society was against him. Just because he's been a name, you can check out the old Twitter for me. I give my golf sleeper pick every week. Two weeks ago, it was Sam Ryder. I was so close to having him. Long timing. So it would have been unfortunate to see him break through when no one was on him. But at the same time, he's going to get his at some point. He's a good player. But we kind of turned the page and it, it feels good like I said, to just have some momentum.
2: It's a long golf season. That's right. we got
3: some momentum. We're going to keep it rolling into Pebble Beach as I...
2: Yeah, I know, I know. You don't like the pro and we're still in California. We've got a lot to look at at this tournament, including some, I think, some pretty good opportunity in that wide mid-range that we have. But before we get to everything at Pebble Beach, before we dive into the Pro-Am and look at top, middle, and long-shot tiers here let us remind you about what's happening with DraftKings. The whole show here presented by DraftKings, and they're doing something really cool, which is just turning $5 into $200. It's pretty so Look at that. You can trust that man. If you thought yeah, earlier, right. maybe last week or two weeks ago, I can't trust that face. That face just won you an outright with Max Homa. So we have a link below. Look at that beautiful head of hair that Ben Raza has right next to it. Oh, look at this. Chris Karen, our producer, who makes us look good, is making you look even better. Unbelievable. You have a QR code right next to Ben's head. You can scan that. You can click the link below. All you need to be is 21 or older and live in a state where you can legally gamble. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ben, this is the easiest thing out. You're going to take 90 seconds out of your life. You're going to sign up at DraftKings. You're going to deposit five and only $5. And then immediately, oh, see, now you ruined it immediately Uh put that $5 on anything. You want to bet Syracuse Monday night to beat Virginia. You want to bet the Orlando magic to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. You want to put $5 on Kevin Streelman at ninety to. Okay. Now I think we're going too far. Now we've lost our entire audience.
3: I mean, I got, I got some real long shots for this, but it's true. As I say, every time (laughs) it never hurts. Have some extra money for some uh, for some fun in the PGA streets. So take a couple minutes if you're a new user and take advantage of that. Uh, come on now, though. Like I know, I know we're gonna spin it. I know there's money to be made. You can't seriously tell me that you want to watch Ray Romano, Larry the Cable Guy, and whoever else is out there for six hours a day, just fumbling
2: around. I I really dislike the pro am. You don't want to sit and watch four days of golf. Just for the small, minuscule, non-zero chance that you can hear, get her done. No,
3: no, that's at the bottom. Uh, there's a lot of things that other people would classify <laughs> as torture that I would do before trying to experience that. But if I catch the ticket, if we hit another outright, I'll gladly sit through. And that's the goal uh, each and every
2: week. Who is Larry the Cable Guy playing with? Because now I want to bet on that golfer just in the hopes that they're going to be there on the final day in the final I, I don't know.
3: There are some teams that stick together, like Strelman and Larry Fitzgerald play together seemingly every year, and they're like an elite combo.
2: But that's boring. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is like a, a really good guy. He's, like, you know, he's, he's, just bo- he's boring. I need somebody like Larry the Cable Guy. I don't care who you are. That's funny. I need somebody like that. Come no. on, then.
3: That's not what we need. Okay. At all.
2: Uh, yes. And, and we're back to pro-am conversation. So we're back to a, a seven hour. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but we're back to like a six hour round. We're back to slow play. And you know what? I think you can look at two things and, and we'll start here, Ben with the top tier and, and how you look at the course kind of combined two things that jump out at me. And, and I'm curious to think what you say. Distance clearly is not a necessity here. You can get around, I believe, at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am without being the heaviest, longest hitter here. And I have a guy that I, I'm going to actually play a little bit off that. The other thing is, I don't think it's just Pro-Am that you can apply here. Match play is a slow grind. So if you find somebody who has been historically good in match play and also the Pro-Am, that might be an area where you can target. That's just a big picture 360 zoom out look. You're going to get a little deeper for us.
3: So, yeah, I mean, match play would be nice, but most of these guys are so bad, they don't get the luxury of playing in the WGC. There's one guy, one guy reasons. I
2: found, but you're right.
3: Yeah. Uh, other thing, we're on a, another Saturday cut, a triple course rotation, Spyglass, Pebble, Monterey. I, I, You know, there's not a lot to say. All these courses are, are short. There's yep. a lot of overlap in what skill set you would want. Don't think driving distance is important. I honestly don't think off the tee is that important. You don't want to be spraying it all over, but you can get away with it here. You know, make some putts, dial it in. And it's no surprise that Jordan Speeth is the man to beat. Uh, he's not in ROM territory for obvious reasons, but he is the betting favorite. He loves Pebble Beach. Totally get that. I'm not going to bet Speeth. I don't really like the top of the board, but if I had to take someone, I would take Fitzy. Um to me, there's a real argument that he's actually just the best player in this field. We haven't seen him a ton. He did play in century and he was seventh. Elite putter, elite player. I mean, he broke through last year, of course. He's gotten some reps here. He hasn't done anything of value. I think Matthew Fitzpatrick, though, is just that good of a golfer where I can kind of blindly take him. And I, I think that if you're looking for someone at the top of the board, you could do a lot worse than him. But I also think and this is kind of I have a feeling where you're going. You don't need anybody at the top of the board if you want to just omit that first, you know, three to five names.
2: Yeah. I I think that the only guy I was really looking at is two below. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention Hideki Matsuyama last week. That was another guy that we threw in there. Um, I don't know why I I thought of that as I was looking at Victor Hovland's name, but the guy that I want to attack here and I'm a, Look, I don't think that this is wrong. I don't think that his odds are off. But in this field, in this type of event, if I'm getting Tom Hoagie where there are three or four guys in front of him, I'm still going to take that shot. So he's my only true top-tier guy. And look, we're talking about tighter greens, approach shots, you mentioned that. Pro-am, knowing what this takes, knowing that this is a grind. Hoagie has found success, especially here we're talking about. I think at 18 to one, he's worth a shot. I don't know if the value holds up as much, but I think that when you're looking at him compared to the rest of the top end of the field, you're still getting, you're not getting a bad number. In my opinion, you may not be getting a great number, but I'm also playing look outside of Seamus power. I'm not going to run anybody else below your Fitzpatrick play.
3: Uh, no problem with that. I mean, I think Tom Hoagie, uh, it's pretty easy. sell that he likes this place considering what he did last year, took it down. Um not a long hitter. I mean, he fits the formula. He fits the formula of what you'd want to do kind of at Pebble Beach in these surrounding courses. He putted really well last time, and he's shown that it wasn't, in my opinion, just a fluke win. You know, he breaks through for that win, but he's had some top five since then. He's gotten in the hunt since then, and I think that's fine. The odds are pretty ugly on everyone because there's just not that many good no. players at the top of the board. It's not like you have to beat Rom and Xander and JT to take home the crown this week.
2: He's even money right now on DK for a top 20. That's a little yeah. surprise. In in this short of a field, I thought I'd be laying 110, 120.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's done that the last couple of years here. It just proves like anything. If you took, if we had this conversation two years ago, you'd be saying, This guy hates this place. He hasn't yeah. had a, anything inside the top 40 Fair. in seven years. Then he comes 12th and then he wins. So it just shows how quickly you can turn it around. I, I want to ask you about one guy. Before we go to the mid-range, what do you make of Maverick? Hmm. Because he's going to be a popular name this week. People are going to ask us, is this the time for Maverick to break through? He's sitting 22-ish to one. I think it's a pretty shitty number, and that's what kept it off my card. Uh, Guys, never ultimately gotten it done. But at the same time, California, he can roll it. It's Pebble, good course for him. What do you make of Maverick?
2: All right, I think you're right where... I'm I'm guessing that you would like more like 30 to one, maybe yeah. something in that, even in this field, like in this current field, the only thing changes is McNeely's odds, which would be 30 to 1, something like that. So I, I totally recognize that. Here's the thing. I, I'm not going to come down on the play. Although Maverick McNeely has kind of been the butt end of the joke, especially when we talk about Thigala, you know, Thigala and others, right. Where it's like, you know, it's only a matter of time. We've, we've kind of had that conversation. I will say this and and maybe there is a team that jumps out in your head Ben that normally plays exceptionally well in the early start of college before the conference play starts and then it's like okay here's reality if you were going to take Maverick McNeely outright this is the time of the tour to do it right like this is the time and the location to do it as you start to get deeper into the season that's and the odds will probably reflect that that's- so right
3: That's the blessing and the curse, though. Yes, Yes. exactly. Everybody thinks that, and his odds are getting slapped. Oh, this is the spot for Maverick. Got to do it before we get into the thick of it. We go to Florida. Yeah, but I'm asking myself, would I rather take Maverick at 22 to 1 at a course that I think fits him pretty well, or a week when no one has interest and he's 50 to 1? You
2: would need him. Okay, real quick, before we move on. Hypothetical, right? Yes. Hypothetical. McNeely misses the cut. I know it's a three-day, 54-hole, three-course thing. Let's say McNeely misses the cut. Let's say on a course like this where he's a heavy public bet and and rightfully so, the connection and the history and the style, that's where I think all of a sudden, Ben, you may not have to wait as long to jump on something that may be overly adjusted. Does A, that make sense, and if it does, do you agree?
3: Yeah, I don't even think he needs to miss the cut. I think that if Maverick doesn't win during the California swing – When we get to Florida and it gets more competitive, Maverick's not going to be even remotely close to 22 to 1 because he shouldn't be. I think I'd rather play him in the next range in a tougher tournament than right here. I, I think he makes a lot of sense on certain iterations, maybe one and done, things of that nature outright. Not
2: on my card this week. I do want to ask you because I know you do the one and done on the way out and, and maybe we can insert that in somehow here because I know, and I don't want to take over because the one and done videos wow. where to go. I'm going to ask your advice on my one and done, but we have the mid range here. The mid range can be basically anything we want. There's no criteria for the mid range. If, if Ben wants to classify John Rom at plus three fifty or Kevin Streelman's kid, who's not even on the board or maybe even alive. I don't know. Somebody like the wide range. We also have, one guy, you and me, different guys, but in the same odds. So I'm interested to see how we look at two guys who are at the same, but why don't you start with a name that you mentioned already?
3: Yeah. So there's a couple guys in this next tier and they're sitting, you know, you want to shop this again, odd Chopper, great place to do that for various sports. I've seen Justin Rose hovering in the 30 to one range, 28 to one, things of that nature. He's been playing at electric golf, but you know, one of the things about pebble and I think we see this at Tory South a lot, I think it is an important course to have some experience at. And certainly Justin Rose has experience everywhere. This is a good course for him. He's not an overly long hitter. He can lean on his crafty short game when he rolls it. Watch out. And then one more same range, Denny McCarthy, whose whose number is really falling quickly. Now down to 35. I saw him at 40. I'm not sure I'd go any lower than this, but I'm still okay with it. It's again, I don't want to just pick on Maverick. Everybody's waiting for Denny McCarthy to break through, but you're getting significantly better odds. And he's shown best finishes on tour. Honda, Bermuda, Corrales, John, like the not overly driver heavy courses, lean on that flat stick. Maybe we get lucky uh, in a tournament like this. I'm okay with those type of guys being on my outright
2: card this week. I'm throwing you on the spot here, but I I wonder where McCarthy is so far in strokes gained approach because You see, that's the thing though. If you have a good set of rounds here where you've you're gaining or you're not losing strokes on your approach. Now you're not forced to hit a 15 foot putt on a small target. Like McCarthy can be automatic. If he can really hone down and pinpoint his approach shot on the green and not have to rely on his putter as much, right? Because the putter should be automatic. So it's almost like, Find another area in his game that can be a little more consistent. You mentioned it. You don't need to be 350 off the tee every single time. Like, you can get away with that. I, lo- I love McCarthy. I saw you put him on there, and I tried to find somebody else. And it's not that I don't like Rose in any means. I, I, I think I'm going to tail it. I'm going to bet it. I have to. You're red hot. But I also like the idea of McCarthy improving in an area that maybe he struggled or hasn't been playing great in and helping his cause exponentially. The one guy I wanted to throw at you and he withdrew last week. And I think that there was a lot of hope that Joel Dahman can start to play really good golf. And this is an area where we've seen Joel play. And I think people and Ben, this is something that doesn't happen a lot. So I wanted to bring him up because not only do I like him as an outright slash top 20, but we're taking advantage of somebody who withdrew last week and probably getting softer odds, where if he played competed, even if he wasn't top 10, what's maybe he's 35 to one, maybe he's 29 to one, something along those lines. So the withdrawal I'm thinking may have dropped his odds, even by a hundred points.
3: Probably now, I don't know why you have to hit the Twitter sphere, see what it it could be as simple as someone is, you know, a a celebratory thing with the family. He could have a bad risk. I have no idea. So try to find out what that is. He doesn't look hurt. Well, that's step one. You don't want it to be anything like that. Right. It's a good, you know, a good course for him. He's the opposite of the guys we just talked about. If he can just roll it at all, we'll take it because his ball striking is elite. Mm -hmm. Um, He was great during the swing season, third, ninth, and fifth from, you know, Mayakoba to RSM. Pebble's fine. He was top 10 here last year. Joel Diamond's a player. He just needs to, he does not have a good, uh, you know, strokes game putting metrics are really bad for him.
2: Absolutely. And and again, you mentioned the opposite of McCarthy there, where if you're putting yourself in a position to, I mean, if, if, if McCarthy, if um, Joel Dahman is, is sitting 20, 22 feet away from the hole each time for, for scoring opportunities, he's not going to be here. Like He's just not, you're right. Like that's going to kill him.
3: But the good thing I will say, typically when you're a real good iron player, if it was me, you played a course with small green complexes. Like you don't, you can't have super long lag putts because the greens aren't that big. That's true. So like, no, that's a great he's, point. If he's hitting the greens, he's going to have pretty good looks just by default because these are not, oh, he's got a 75-footer, you know, he's got a two-putt this. He's going to have looks. Can he convert him? I have no idea, but his irons will carry him a long way here.
2: All right. It's Monday, Tuesday, maybe early in the week that you're catching putting for dough as we always air our episode each Monday evening getting ready for the week. The reason why I say that is because there's probably a good chance that you're watching earlier in the week and you still have time. We're, we are ending this first free week at the end of January for everybody on our Premium Insider Access, our Discord channel, where we're just crushing, right? You can see all the familiar faces there. Laffy, Lindy, Ben, Greg, myself. Isaiah's on there from the written site. Narco Cop is on. We've added MMA. Like, we're, we're crushing this across the board. And we want to give you a free week, but that's going away after the 31st. So you're watching this Monday, Monday night, Tuesday, morning, Tuesday, whatever. It's still the 30th, the 31st jump in. Now we have a link below. It's super easy. And you're going to get a first free week and still take an opportunity to do that as opposed to catching this on like, you know, February 1st or 2nd and be like, Hey man, can I still get that first week? Get her done. Nope. Yeah. Why are the
3: cable guys not, not involved uh with the discord and if he tries to sign up i will ban him i but may do a video
2: justin larry the cable
3: guy and, and tag see that'll be the end uh of the experiment I'm done. i'd done. get fired yeah okay. to, let's, but insider x is fantastic yes, We're having so a just, blast if in you there. wanted
2: to say anything that was the time no no i was, I, I was at a loss for you. words because okay. i was playing
3: that through in my head of how 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 far off course society has gotten but we're having a lot of fun in there. It's a great time. We're adding people, adding sports. Uh, what can you say? If you if you like to bet, and more importantly, it's it can be isolating. It's a grind. I, I bet sports for a lot. It's a really you know individual thing. When you do it as a group,
2: it's just so much more fun. A lot of fun. Nothing else. A lot of fun. Absolutely. All right. Let's look at it. Long shots. Now. Here we go. Yeah, this is going to get a little crazy, but I think that we have an opportunity here to put out a couple of names you have gone crazy. Like you are loaded with long shots. You have more long shots than anybody else in the tier.
3: Yeah. I like this tier quite a bit. First of all, the win equity up top is horrendous this week Two, these aren't that much. Like to me, the difference, a theme of the show picking on Maverick and I like Maverick too. The difference between Maverick McNeely and say Russell Knox, uh, isn't that big of a gap. Maybe there's some consistency. Maverick obviously is a mega talent, Russell Knox is 90 to one, 90 to one in this field. Uh, I, I'm not saying Russell Knox is going to win the tournament, but man, I have some interest in these type of numbers for a guy that plays pebble well, plays short courses well. We've seen him in Florida thrive, technical. His putter is you know, a work in progress for the last decade. I'm not going to spin that differently. And then I want to give a quick shout out to my man, part of the team here, Jeff Ulrich. Oh, yeah. He this morning. Pebble Beach winners trend. Since 2000, the winner of the Pebble Beach, including the US Open, had at least one finish of top 16 or better in the previous three starts at Pebble. Long story short, they've played well at this course before. Russell Knox has accomplished that and then some. He was seventh in 2021, 14th in 2019, 15th in 2018. He can play and he made the cut last year as well. He can play here, and I love this setup. and then I just want to say that Benny On. Yeah, is around that same number. And I always like to take a guy when you have an outrageous situation the week before he came in 62nd at Farmers. That doesn't sound great. He shot 83 on Sunday, 83 on Sunday. He was in that tournament for three days or Saturday, excuse me, because it was early uh, in the week because of the conference championships. His last round, 83. That's such an outlier. And I think that's kind of masking what was a really good 54 hole stretch for him of golf at the farmers. So
2: I'll buy right back on Benny on. I think he's closer
3: than you would think.
2: That's a hell of a trend right there. And I love how you can apply that to deeper value, as you mentioned it because of how shot and shredded everybody is up at the top. Is this going to be like a, you're going to work Ben on in every week that he's playing Absolutely. like, <laughs> like your other guy. You I want mean- to mention him.
3: i've been known to do that but i i think this is the best range of the board from 75 to 100 to one there's five six seven guys that i think have a real chance to win this tournament
2: uh you mentioned 70 to one and this is where i go back to the match play the grind the slower play not the typical tour pacing and again i'm gonna fall back on something we talked about ben where you don't need to be long off the tee and i think Kevin Kisner has been bit in the ass a bunch where length has mattered and off the tee, even strokes gained off the tee as opposed to just driving distance, driving accuracy. This is a course that all three courses don't require this from Kisner, the grind that is the pro-am similar it's not the same but similar in the sense of what you get from match so you mentioned like yeah it'd be great to find this might be the one guy who straddles the two and at 70 to one i'll take a shot at him and also at a top 20 for him at plus 275
3: yeah there, there are numbers like, and this is again this is why it's really important to hopefully get to this early some of these numbers are coming down like i'm looking at russell knox russell 75 knox, yeah. to one now in some of these spots there's still some some meat on the bone but You can get opportunities. It's just another reason to be uh, in Discord, Uh, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) I like these guys, and I know you're a big proponent of this. It doesn't need to be all or nothing. These guys, top 20s, top 10s, top 5s, like you don't have to go for the home run because if they come in seventh, it's the same as if they miss the cut when you bet an outright. You get nothing, Uh, but that can make and sustain your bankroll for a long time if you're betting that, kind of in that ladder method that we advocate. So these are guys not only, maybe I'll sprinkle because I hit HOMA last week, you know, as outrights and have some fun with it, but I'm more concerned about how they play for the top 10s and top 20s.
2: Absolutely. And we'll talk about that now as far as, you know, the final card that we have. And a reminder, we're doing this at the earliest first look that we can. So as Ben mentioned, the market's going to move and you may have a number 1,500 points below what Ben or I gave out. You're taking the worst of it at that point. So you have to understand markets move. That's why we encourage you to get in. We're not locking anything lock, but it is a good lean early in the week. Final card, my friend.
3: Yeah, so my final card, it's definitely going to get you know bigger as we get more extreme. I I think you can start if you want a, a true contender, a guy like Fitzy, I have no problem with that. I think he's just a damn good player. Justin Rose, McCarthy. To me, again, realistic chances to win the tournament. But I'm more concerned not with hitting an outright this week. Last week, it was prime for big-time names to win it. I'm more concerned with Russell Knox, with Benny on. I didn't mention Grayson Sig. Just another name that belongs in the conversation for a guy that can just post a good result here. I'm going to have a lot of guys like that on the card. I don't expect them to win. I expect a lot of them to get in the hunt, though, and that will really pay off uh, as we turn the page on a
2: long PGA season. All right, I'm going to hit you with basically what I hit you with already, right? No surprises here except for the end. And Chris is like, what? But uh-huh. Hoagie, win top 20. Hogue win top 20. So I love Hogue here. And I'm going to roll with Dominic Kisner as far mm-hmm. as small sprinkles and then top 20s for sure, especially with that loaded return that I'm going to get for the top 20. The only guy, and, and this is a top 20, all right, and I'm putting Chris on the spot here. But did you know, Ben Raza, that since – the first event of the season after that Ben Griffin has not missed one cut, not missed one cut. So you did know that you did. Yeah.
3: For the DFS side, the guy has been at, you know, a lot of, if you're playing DraftKings and FanDuel golf,
2: Ben Griffin has been. No, he's uh, Chris has the outright. And I think if you want to take a look at that outright, go ahead, small unit sprinkle. I personally think that at plus. 280 for a guy who needs to do a little more than make the cut to make a top 20. Ben Griffin is hovering. Like this is the poor person's version of McNeely. It's just a matter of time matter. Ben Griffin's going to knock a top 20 out this week. You watch.
3: I mean, Ben Griffin made a ton of cuts in a row. He's been inside the top 40 in five straight events. He's been positive with his off the tee game in five straight events. He's been positive with his irons in five straight events what's there to say he's playing great golf and he probably continues it uh, once again here
2: at jazz, Raz DFS make sure you thank him one more time on Twitter for that max home, ticket that I know you tailed and hit. I'm at Shander show. Chris is producing. So the three of us, thank you. We remind you a couple of things, right? The thumbs up button on the odd shopper channel, subscribe to the odd shopper channel. You know, there's a pretty big football game a couple of weeks away. We have you covered on every and any sport you can imagine we're here. So we want you to subscribe to the channel. And of course, We have $5 into $200 instantly on DraftKings. And this is it. Like you have two days left, depending on when you're watching, maybe one day left to get a free week for our premium insider access, our Discord. All right, my friend, let's cash them, right? Let's
3: cash them. As always, thanks for tuning in.
2: A lot more golf in the
3: season, but we keep it rolling at Pebble. you have any questions, hit us up. And of course, we'll see you guys next week.
1: You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and it imbalances the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com.